0: If you'd like to support the show, please rate us 5 stars, check out our merch store or go to patreoncom thesis to become a patron. All links in the description. Welcome to What's My Thesis? I'm your host, Javier Proenza. Every week, my guests and I share the answers we found to the questions we have. Join us as we explore and expand our worldview through research and ask, what's my thesis? And today, my guest is Robert Ramirez, homie from the east side of Los Angeles, Montebello area. I don't know if that's where you live, but that's where we know each other because that's where we work. But
1: Technically, Monterey Park yeah but whatever it's,
0: it's, <laughs> it's, it's, a it's, it, it's near the it's near the big trash heap the, Yeah, you yeah. Know, like that's such a crazy thing we literally work right next to a oh we're totally giving away location cues <laughs> next to like big mountains that are hollowed out so that you can just dump trash in it
1: yeah and what's funny is i didn't know that for a long time and i've been there my whole life
0: <laughs> well it, it's not like unsightly so in terms of like making a plate like it doesn't like i ju- it's more of like i know that, that that that's there but it doesn't smell bad
1: well i think it's because i always saw it from a different view so since you know you know where we work at it's like a different point where you could just see like the vault. <laughs> Oh, you can see how tall yeah, it really is.
0: Yeah, you're right up close to it. So wait, so you ne- you've you never, like, uh, you, I mean, you've probably driven past it, but never thought about it. Because
1: it, over here,
0: like, it, I think in Miami, it would probably stand out a lot more, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, because it's all flat there, for people that don't know.
1: Okay, yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm not one of those people.
0: <laughs> I saw, I saw it in your eyes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I heard the plague, like, huh? <laughs> so Miami... So,
0: yeah, man. So I wanted to have you on the show, like, and I'm definitely going to hype you up, uh, not to put pressure on you to be funny, but okay. you are low-key the funniest person at work, and a <laughs> and, and, uh, guest that I've had on the show before, Ian McDaniel, agrees with me 100%. But I, it, the other reason is that you're actually a visual artist, right? So you went to uh, what school?
1: I went to an arts center
0: in Pasadena. Arts in Pasadena, which is a pretty good school to go to. Uh, and... What, like, what was your main, like, area of study? Because I know you draw.
1: Yeah, it was, I was going there to study fine art painting and illustration. Okay. And, uh. Was
0: going, I heard that. Okay. What did, that? uh, you said was going.
1: Oh, well. Is it because it's in the past? Yeah, it's in the past. I, I graduated in 2015.
0: Okay. It wasn't like you, uh, you went in. Okay. I thought I it meant about. like you came out. No, I thought I thought you. It meant that you came out a different thing than painter. Well, the way you phrased in
1: way, it. In a way, you can't say that because okay. I got back into music. You know, mm-hmm. uh, which back is into to
0: music. Back into, but like I'm saying, like back into. So you used to play music.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That's a whole. Like other, when did yeah. you start? I started playing music when I was 13 years old, starting with the guitar. Nice. And then um, I had a band with my brother. And that was a whole other, well, that could be a whole podcast in itself, like what,
0: <laughs> what that was like.
1: But that whole thing fell apart for a lot of predictable reasons that happened to a lot of bands. Uh-huh. And um,
0: How old were you at this time, like when you were 13?
1: Uh, it lasted until, I would say, it fully fell apart when I was like about 20 years old. Okay. So 20 years old, trying to figure out what to do next. Uh, I ended up going back to school, which I said I never would do. Mm. Uh, ironically enough, for an MFA. No, I, I was just like community college because a friend okay. of mine was just like, "Hey, I'm going to study Japanese. You should come study with me." I was like, i okay, got nothing else going." on. It was a pretty like, pretty depressing time. Like after what happened with that, I was like, "Well, what do I got to lose? I'll study Japanese, sure." <laughs> so, I, so,
0: wait, so you spent like uh, about seven years on that band then it sounds like. Yeah. So you
1: guys were like yeah.
0: actually going for it. I did. i this is all stuff that's, I mean, I know you, but this is like, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, no, cause you
0: said that it's it, it, like, I didn't really do the math until you said that it was a real hard time. And I'm like, Oh shit. Like, so you guys were actually like pursuing it.
1: Well, that was the goal, but I was with a couple of, uh, people that weren't <laughs> completely all there. Um, the bed didn't start exactly when I was thirteen I'd say more like uh fourteen fifteen probably like safe to say fifteen
0: yeah but there's it's like your high school sweetheart kind of thing right yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and if and like dude when you're that age man Jesus Christ like you you your 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 world view is so easy to to destroy (laughs) right like like i i I have relatable experiences where i was just like i thought
1: things were going to go a certain way and they didn't you know well also i mean like listening to your talk with ian and stuff um oh
0: yeah was it uh, um, behind this the music uh what would that show be like for your band
1: it would be like becoming a a borderline cult or something um my brother was kind of like uh, almost like a Charles Manson type. Of wait, what? Charles could could uh influence people to follow him. And I noticed it was almost like this sub 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 culture kind of thing that revolved around the band and I'm just like, hey, wait a minute, has anybody actually heard the music? But we would have these people like that were kind of like on board with it. So and, but he doesn't have a cult now, right? No, he's um he developed mental illness and he's in a boarding care home. Yeah. Um he's doing pretty good, but there was some rocky years there. Yeah. Just finding out because um he was developing schizoaffective disorder while doing drugs. So he had an addiction thing too. Yeah. And that that was all mixed up into the band. And um uh this weird like kind of philosophy he was making up and that was just kind of like antagonistic towards the entire world and then well i'm on stuff too but i'm trying to be like the counter positive force to like (laughs) to to become more cohesive and like do what a band's supposed to do and like make coherent songs and stuff and um a lot of stuff doesn't really exist anymore uh i still have some stuff some fragments of uh either photos or, or recordings and stuff but um a lot of that is almost just like lost to time. <laughs> it was yeah. a weird, weird thing. But what, what were you guys recording on? Uh, four track tape, not not even like real, like cassette tape, four track, like one of those test camp things. So it's kind of like all lo fi sounding stuff. Nice man. Um, well,
0: at least yeah. you have that. Like, I mean, those are those are definitely intense experiences. But and I I can definitely I think that I would definitely. Uh, based on my uh, medical history, I'm probably closer to your brother than I am to you in in this story of just well, like like yeah. when you were like when you were describing what he what, what his uh, what the direction he was going and where you stood. I was like, oh no, but yeah, but 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 he's a good guy, <laughs> and I know and I know he's your brother, and you feel that way. But I'm like, I definitely identify with some of those. I forget exactly what you what you said about how he felt it, but like yeah uh, antagonistic to the world i think it was <laughs> I was oh. like who can't relate to that but yeah it can be self-destructing uh destructive i the, i also had like uh issues which w- like when i was younger were like i it, it, i feel like there's a thing where you kind of romanticize it right like the the uh I, where I, I was like i had a character called self-destructo which you know it's not a great name but it was so
1: romantic <laughs> <laughs> this is a character that you were uh drawing or yeah, so, like just something that
0: i was sketching like you know okay. i d- definitely read a lot of comics and stuff and so yeah. it was like a way of like uh sort of uh i guess like i don't know maybe I, I, have you ever read the artist way and all of that shit no no okay uh the artist way is basically they they cover a bunch of different it's a, it's a workshop. It's pretty good. It definitely it's for unblocking like you when you're blocked. It it preaches a bunch of different things. So I forget what I why I brought it up. What what was the thing that I was talking about just before that?
1: You were relating to my brother, I think.
0: Yeah, okay. So so I think that when I started to do that, I started to actually like realize that those like delusions of grandeur kind of things that like I don't know man, and I and and if anyone's like listening that's kind of bipolar or or manic depressive like. There is like something so intoxicating about that shit. And when you're right, you're fucking right. Like, <laughs> and it's like, oh man, it's almost like, it's almost tragic to have that taken away from somebody, <laughs> you know, like that feeling of like, just
1: like, oh yeah, I get the world. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> the thing is um, the other guy in the band. So we ended up becoming like a trio. So um, my brother was the drummer and then. First we, off, the other- hold on without mental
0: illness, having your brother in your band.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's already I mean
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, said predictable well, reasons, but like yeah. this the the you know, there's other things you've mentioned since that aren't predictable, but I want to acknowledge that's hard enough, man.
1: I've always been um I've always ended up in creative partnerships that are always kind of volatile. <laughs> Like very like uh, those are creative opposite. partnerships, like, I think. <laughs> you know, and then put the re- when it works, it works. It's just like
0: yeah.
1: it's I don't know. It's just like I always try to work with people who are like the least like me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it ends up becoming like a more interesting combination or something. Do
0: you, um, you always collaborate?
1: Um well that's a funny question because i guess the answer is yes automatically but the answer is no kind of in a way because i'm well i mean open. you
0: have a, you have a beautiful background but I, you mentioned you had a studio back there is that
1: Oh, i've had a lot of different collaborations but it's more like in musical collaboration yeah my most fruitful one right now has been with a friend that i met at art center um which is kind of funny because you know how we met at um I guess we met in a musical environment and then found out that we had like, kind of like an art background. Well, this was the opposite. We were in an art environment and we found out we had like a music background. So there's a lot of
0: overlap. I mean, that's what kind of one of the things that the show needs to start acknowledging anyway. Right. That's yeah. kind of why I'm having both of you guys on. Cause I'm like, Oh shit. Like, why am I trying to be all stuffy and shit in, in my definition of artists? Right. But yeah. like, cause like I, that, when I was in art school, I made a lot of beats. Some of my best bad
1: work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's kind of like actually what um, if I had anything like similar to a topic, it would have been like the artist musician. That's, yeah. that's like where I'm coming from.
0: Well, I mean, I, it, we naturally fell into it. So good job,
1: man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to keep it natural,
0: let it flow. Um, (laughs) No, well, I mean, literally, that's like uh, that's what we both are, and that's kind of the vibe that we have between each other. So it makes sense that we we've uh, phased into that. So tell me more about your art background and like what you're interested in, man. Like we can just completely. This is the first time we're ever nerding out about like art criticism and shit like that. Like you know, first of all, I'm kind of upset that you haven't mentioned how beautiful my entirely purchased at our job background is. The one thing that didn't get (laughs) well, I
1: was gonna say, is that Miami Blue? (laughs) (laughs) You, 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 you rascal. (laughs) Which which amp is the one you got for free? (laughs) (laughs) The Hot Rod Deluxe. The black, okay, yeah, that's about it. And you know
0: what? You know what? I kind of want to sell the one that I got that I paid $300 for, which is the J, J, um, the Roland JC, yeah, the JC 22. Which uh, like I love it, but I don't really use it. So it's like this is not the biggest apartment in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, studio that I rent out <laughs> at an undisclosed location.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: not <one of> them.
0: <laughs> but yeah, man. And then the the other, the one thing I want to point out is this the 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 skylight thing. I'm probably yeah. the one that's getting the most
1: use out of that thing. <laughs> but, oh yeah i remember those everybody was buying this <laughs> up like at the last minute and i was like really like why does everybody want this all it's like oh yeah they're cool <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah they, they i mean it's cool enough for this so yeah it, it ended up working it was not they're that working.
1: expensive well but, at what, least you have a background
0: yes well Come you on. have a great one i was. i'm very impressed so wait you, you, you do uh, I mean, you you mentioned do, you were doing a lot of Zoom meetings. I don't want to bring it up now, but do you have another job or what are you, what are you doing Zoom meetings on? Uh, no, this was church related. <laughs> okay, all right. So I can't then, bring Jesus
1: back into it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you can't get away from it
0: no it's all it's all good dude like that's that's kind of the community that we work in and dude like i mean that's fucking latino culture like what what the fuck am i gonna do like i'm i you know like i can't be mad at that shit and i i'm from that shit and i like i said i sometimes i have prayed i'm I'm not so much ninito jesus guy but i i am more do you speak spanish no Okay. Niñito Jesus is is little baby Jesus.
1: <laughs> okay. I, I, I can kind of piece some things together.
0: Yeah, but I just wanted to to frame it correctly cuz it's very uh he's so cute <laughs> in in Latin culture, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, anyway, what you 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 what it, like what's your practice like now? What are you making?
1: So the thing that I've been doing The the most consistently for the past, I want to say three years, three or four years. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been doing a monthly radio show on NTS. Okay. And that started, um, it was originally my friend's show from Art Center. And that was like 2016, started doing that. But um, he was pretty deep in collaboration with me at the time. So, I ended up kind of doing similar shows too and I eventually took over in 2019 like entirely mm-hmm. took the show over and you know that's usually like I'll put together a place I'll do shows where it's all original music or I'll do shows where it's like just music that I like or whatever mm-hmm. or a mix of both and then I'll do like an image for it well, something graphic mostly some a lot of drawings and collages and stuff that I've kind of trying to I don't know, I'm trying to kind of not reinvent myself, but re like go back to where I was coming from.
0: Okay, like something before, got but kind but of what, lost. What, what what got lost where? Oh uh, I wanna say art school. <laughs> okay, no, that's a common common yeah, conversation. No. Not the first time it's come up. Yeah. <laughs> hold on, let me bring my soapbox.
1: <laughs> wait, wait, <hold> on.
0: <laughs> so go I mean, ahead. It's, so it's not so, that I was gonna
1: say it wasn't that bad, like um, but it did feel kind of like um just trying to like maintain or hold on to my identity and, and I've seen like other students kind of like where they started and where they ended up at the end, and it's like they were better before. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, art school isn't everything. It's not the end, and so that's kind of like my thing. Like, it feels so like you. Well, that's
0: interesting because I kind of got that vibe, and I'm glad that you came. Like, I, I, I totally relate to that experience. I'm kind of also in a holding pattern where basically just doing this show is keeping me so fucking busy um, that I can't really like. I mean, I i i have a practice where the stuff that i make is a little bit more uh sculpture so it's not uh, sculptural installation based so i work out ideas in the vague and in my head and then when there's an opportunity to show something i'm putting it out but because i'm not producing that much i'm also not showing that much right like um i mean aside from this glorious thing that I'm presenting to you right now. <laughs> but, um, but it's, it, it, it's also kind of hard to just get anything going, right? Especially if you're rattled and you're not really like inspired and then to go out and network for art that you're not making. Like, that's why I'm having people come to me. You know, so I stay relevant when I'm like struggling through life and all of that shit, you know, but, but I totally relate to that. So, and I, and I relate to having a show to just kind of like keep you focused. So are you, produ- how often do you produce new music? Cause if you're putting entirely original shows, that's like a lot of work. I yeah, put beats um, out for shows and that's, I can't even finish two
1: hours, two hours long. Wow. No, they're not all original. Although, I mean, so the thing is, my friend, his name's Evan, we made so much work together that I could just spend, yeah, so much musical work together. He's all, you know, I mentioned before, he's a visual artist as well, Um, but we made so much uh, music together that, I don't know, I mean, for the next several years, I could using that body of work just just to spend com, uh completing that like mm-hmm. like the first i mean i've released bits of it along the way
0: i've never but, heard any of this i wish you had told me you it was available i oh, i literally don't know you have a body of musical work i don't
1: <laughs> oh well well there's a there's a SoundCloud. everybody kind of has like a SoundCloud. What, what, plug it
0: right now and then plug it at the end too
1: okay it's uh the athenian marketplace so oh, okay the Athenian Marketplace, that's like the name of the project, the name of the show. Um, can you, that's can like, you
0: tell us a little bit about what Athenian Marketplace means? Like what is, what's the background behind that? Sure.
1: Yeah, it goes back to that time when after the band fell apart and I was um, kind of like in this, um, I don't know, nowhere state, eventually going back to school and um, I was working this horrible job at FedEx and... Um, I was studying Japanese. I mentioned, but I started. I discovered a lot of Japanese music in the process, and that kind of like inspired, like the Athenian marketplace, uh, particularly like um, the noise stuff, um, like the boredom's and related things like that. And um, it was just—it's just really weird how life is sometimes, because um, I was at the job interview for that job I just mentioned. And uh, I meet some guy there and, like, I find out his favorite band is The Boredoms, which seemed like kind of, um, I don't know, what's something really obscure? I could use an example that you wouldn't expect somebody to know that you just come across. I actually
0: didn't hear what you said. Can you repeat? the the A guy that that did what?
1: Oh, well, we started talking about music, this guy at the okay. interview. And, uh, oh, okay. I found out his favorite band was The Boredoms. Which is like, oh, okay, okay, okay. It's just uh, no, I don't know. Just,
0: I, I mean, yeah, that's pretty obscure. <laughs> yeah. so, Not that um, I'm like a expert, expert, but yeah, yeah. So I did. I, did, I it, It's obscure enough that I didn't know you were talking about a band. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Okay. And I got confused in that. <laughs> there to you go. <laughs> <me>. <laughs> that kind of said it better than I could have ever did. But, um, But anyways, over that, that shared influence, we started collaborating together and I didn't want to start another band. I wanted to start something more, more loose and open and collaborative that would kind of be like, like a personal project of mine where I could kind of explore anything at the time. uh, And work with anyone? Work with anyone. Yeah. They could come and go as they please or whatever maybe sometimes it, it will resemble a band, but it's technically not a band band. Yeah. Um, my brother's been on parts of it, like doing drums. So even that part of the past kind of like makes its way in here mm-hmm. and there. Um, but um, I got the idea from, you know, this is like, when did YouTube really first come out? I think this is like the beginning of YouTube. 2005 to six. Okay, yeah, so this was like 2007. Okay. Um, 2006 to 2007. And I found uh, these weird videos from like a Seattle public access TV show, um, which was like a literal cult led by, I believe his name was the Reverend Bruce Howard. And he would take calls in and, and uh, have like weird just conversations with people or whatever. But the guy was kind of bonkers. And... Um, <laughs> I was just getting a kick out of that, out of those videos. And, like, uh, he would stand in the middle, like, with the robe on and stuff and have, like, his followers to, like, his side. Mm-hmm. And um, he introduces, like, like, he's about to take the calls. And he goes, you know, oh, here we are. Here we are in the Athenian marketplace. And I don't know why that, like...
0: I know why, dude. That's a so fucking amazing. It's like the seven hundred club for like a cult that's like obscure and like pre-internet. So there's like internet cults now. There's this guy Lord Riel, and then there's a woman that was recently like mum. I like cults. <laughs> Ever
1: since Heaven's <someone's> Gate. <laughs>
0: One of my favorites. Not everyone had to get castrated. You could just be chill. <laughs> I didn't know that. English hey, kind of other thing off. you didn't know. What yeah. uh, what did they drink at Jonestown? Not Kool-Aid, Flavor-Aid.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, you That's did not right. know
1: that. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah
0: you are um, also a cold nerd, apparently. That's what I'm, I'm saying. A
1: little bit. In and out. I just like learning about stuff. <laughs> Kenyan marketplace. <laughs> well, yeah, so... It sounded um, so oddly. Um, kind of but like it's insightful. like, I thought it was like
0: historical. This is even better.
1: No, it is historical when I looked into okay. it. Because,
0: okay. Um, um, but no, but yeah. you're okay, even though it, it's not, it's very punk how you got to it.
1: <laughs> you know, that's kind of like you're, you're,
0: you're not like a fucking nerd that was sitting on a website like reading about history and you're like Athenian marketplace you heard it on a public you were going down a YouTube hole yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Are you okay I like to do things that nobody would ever want to do <laughs> like, <laughs> why would anybody want to do this or whatever like um, or like when I do a t-shirt I like a design a t-shirt it's like who would want to wear a shirt of that I don't know but I got to do it you know? yeah. um, so um he sounded like he knew something like like he was smarter than me but crazier than me at the same time but I don't know how I I didn't like look up the Athenian I, I don't think I looked it up after that but um
0: but what's the historical, in, it's it, like, it's the yeah. market in Athens, right?
1: Yeah. So I made the connection. I think he was actually quoting the Bible. Uh, I think he was quoting a specific, um, I don't know, not passage, Well, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. There's a, there's a scene that happens uh, in the Acts of the Apostles where the Apostle Paul goes to Athens to the Athenian marketplace, which is this, um, it was this place where people kind of discussed every new idea. And uh, it was just like a, this open floor to to for philosophy and like all this stuff. You could talk about anything or whatever. I think probably maybe it would be like the modern day thing would be like people maybe talking about conspiracy theories or whatever. Like people kind of like getting in that zone or whatever, maybe. And so along comes Paul and like, he's saying you know what he he believes and all that stuff and then they think he's weird or whatever but i just like kind of interpreted that as um just that free open space for like creative ideas and i use that as kind of like my that's my personal platform or whatever i want to like have this open dialogue or whatever well
0: i mean you're talking to someone whose show is what's my thesis so I can totally understand, but I like that the obscurity and I like the background behind that. That That is definitely very much something that I can relate to like, just being like, what the, f-? like it is, I I've seen it on your, um, like I've seen your, like, your, how often do you do the show? Once a month. Once a month. Yeah. So I've seen, I've, I follow you obviously, and I've seen your posts and I've seen the Athenian marketplace there. I didn't really understand what that was. It maybe should be your your uh, handle. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm like giving you branding advice. I apologize. <laughs> no, because it's fucking dope. Like I I really get it, and and but I also get like the way that you're doing your Instagram. So I don't want to like make you feel like you're. You're not doing things right. That's just I don't work. know what I'm doing on there. <laughs> no, exactly. And and that like I literally did the thing that sucks about uh, art school, where it's like, well, if it was my, if I had that good of a brand, I would put it up front. You know, like <laughs> we like people critique your artwork and they tell you. What they would do to it, which is not necessarily what you would do to it. Heart, so yes. I, I want to acknowledge that, but I do think that that's that's dope, and I think the whole story behind the Athenian Marketplace and how you got there as your as your like moniker I, I, that's that's really cool, man. Okay. Uh, this is these are things that we would not have time with uh, our boss, like uh, um, wh- looking over our shoulder and being like, "Are you guys talking? What the fuck are you guys doing?" Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well. Well, what's funny is that um, I ended up getting kind of a following in Korea through my friend, who um, I started working with Evan later on. Towards uh, well, towards the towards the uh, the time when I was about to graduate, Then that's okay. when the sound really started developing. That's kind of like when the Athenian marketplace became kind of what it is today, and. Um, So he's actually from Korea, and then he's friends with other like Korean producers, and then they kind of caught on to it, and then so like there's fans over there that were that are into it, which is funny because I'm I'm so sorry,
0: I feel so bad that you that I haven't listened to this. That like I'm kind, I wish I had like commentary to give on like episodes. I literally didn't know. I mean, I knew you did a show, but how can how can i get to it man like is it is, is is the link in your bio
1: there's a link in the bio uh,
0: <laughs> so it's on me
1: yeah. well, well um i'm pretty bad at promoting too anyways okay um, but yeah it's all there i mean i i still haven't posted the last show that one was like on the first of this month yeah. but yeah that and um, it's that it's there. fair
0: not to want to do what i'm doing it's exhausting
1: yeah uh like you're doing it more often than i am (laughs) i'm doing like a two two hour show once a month and yours is like once a month
0: is still dude you're doing 12 shows a year that's still like i used to do 26 and i would do what you do and split them in half Okay. so that's i like that's not easy
1: <laughs> well i appreciate it because it kind of it gives me i need deadlines you know i need yeah. a deadline and then also um it just gives me that opportunity to kind of like indulge in the weird creative side that i don't really get to so often nowadays yeah um a lot of times the mix will veer off into like weird territory like um, where I'll just make my own sound collages from songs that were in the mix, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, Ian was kind of like, he Ian's heard uh, some of it before, and one Ian, Ian is oh, that I kind of person,
0: that. huh? I, I, no, Ian is that kind of person who will listen to your shit,
1: yeah. He was almost gonna mix some of it, but um uh, something else happened, which by the way, the album was supposed to come out this summer, so um. Yeah, hopefully that happens. There's been some bumps in the road with that happening. Oh, like COVID? Um, no, well, not really. COVID, COVID kind of actually freed me up to finish a lot of the stuff, but um, stuff with like a label and all that. But oh, so you're working with a label
0: to drop this stuff? Well, that's where? that was the plan. Yeah, in, that, where, that where? Been done. local uh, label is local or is it in Korea? You they mentioned were, Korea.
1: They were uh, they were local and then relocated to Texas, so that was kind of another like setback. And then some people left and stuff yeah. like that. So, well, it'll get out there this year, one way or another. Yeah. yeah. And that's like where we actually literally tackle K-pop itself. So the songs are really just like weird mangled reinterpretations of not even reinterpretations, but kind of riffing off of k-pop samples but sound absolutely nothing like where they came from um mm-hmm. kind of hard to describe you just kind of have to hear it yourself yeah but.
0: yeah no i i'm looking forward to it, man um and so how's like so you mentioned that you're spending time posting Essentially like one drawing or collage a month, right? Pretty much. So, yeah. To go with that. That's 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 more than I'm doing right now. So <laughs> <laughs> Well, I do So I'll... you still have like a lot more active <laughs> seriously, dude. I'm not like <laughs> I I wouldn't <laughs> like I'm impressed by what you're doing. Like I was not this active. I completely abandoned art and music for a long time trying mm-hmm. to be like a practical person. So I think that it's it's honorable that despite having like uh, art school burnout, you're still trying to stay connected with it. You know, so so tell me more about the art uh, that you're drawing.
1: Well, actually, um, I'll get like commissions here and there, but mainly it's for people's music releases. Like I don't know, uh, I did Ian's. Um, that was like a an ink drawing that he wanted. I've done one for my brother my other brother um he how, many, how
0: many siblings do you have
1: um i technically have three well i have an older half sister <laughs> and two younger brothers but um mostly grew up with the, the brothers
0: okay that's the technically part okay
1: yeah yeah i didn't i didn't really meet my sister till i was a teenager okay and then she's Go, in
0: a, in back place. to the drawing back to the drawing sorry
1: yeah so um so <laughs> my main thing was kind of like oil painting but um you you know when you're in school you kind of like take that for granted because it gets so normalized painting in oils but it's really like I don't know if I want to call it a luxury or a privilege I guess it is I mean it's pretty expensive and um you need time to do it and but I mean like anything else you need the dedication to do it and i've always had that kind of dilemma of like juggling that with like the other stuff i want to do like the music and all that but i'm doing a painting now uh for my brother's second release so that'll be fun because i haven't painted in like uh five years (laughs) yeah i haven't done an oil painting like five years so
0: well if it makes you feel any better i studied photography and i Barely take pictures on my iPhone. (laughs) So, you know, you study something, you learn uh, mechanics of a practice, and then you adapt them to what you actually want to say, right? Because, like, essentially, like, if you're learning how to paint and you don't want to do... be stuck in the limitations of painting, I'm trying to transfer it from photography and speak to you as if you're me. But like, (laughs) but like if you're transferring that shit, it takes a while and it seems like you're focusing on a skill that you also studied while you were in school, even though it wasn't what you were studying. I totally relate to this, by the way. That's like I made beats. uh, That's also a luxury, (laughs) you know, like same shit. Like you had time where you were not getting paid, paying it forward to yourself <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to have the fucking time to like express things creatively and then and now you are you've come through like a critical ringer where like people have like sat down and analyzed all your ideas while you're still pretty young, like right like you're you you're not like um you don't go to like your b f a for art and then expect to like have your best work come out of that right
1: (laughs) no it was the opposite (laughs) oh man i uh i don't think there's a lot of stuff that survives from my time in college i gave a lot of it away or got rid of it or something
0: and it was mostly painting what were you painting back then
1: um i was really into um old master stuff i wanted to learn how they painted like because I'm really into history and stuff. So I was coming at painting from more of like a historical If you're really history. into history, we're going to have you back on, but go ahead and say that say, say okay. again. <laughs> <ends. laughs> yeah, so I just wanted to learn that whole process of like how, um, you know, when oil painting first was kind of becoming a thing through like, you know, glazing and then more direct painting and stuff. So um, my favorite painters at the time were like Velasquez and Rembrandt and, which I used to kind of find boring. When I started painting myself, like it kind of like I saw them in a whole different new way Uh, and how weird they actually are, those paintings. You Um, grew up in Monterey Park? Where'd you grow up? Well, the very first years of my life were in like Alhambra, then went to West Covina for a bit and then my parents split up and went back to Monterey Park. Well, I say back because uh, my mom grew up in Monterey Park. And... This is
0: like such California nuance. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a little it's like, it's like a little too many details.
0: No <laughs> no 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 no. I'm not trolling you. I'm just like uh you, no For but, all but intents and I'm...
1: purposes you can see I'm
0: from Monterey Park because
1: I think it's <laughs> so yeah. But it feels yeah. like it feels like a separate part of my life um, before Monterey Park No,
0: but the, the the question was more based around the um the painting well like I can see how it would be boring uh if you're like living out here in in monterey Park like it's a very different experience like I didn't really like ha- uh, even I used to find Rembrandt kind of boring too you know and I like it like it's it's not uh I mean it's more of like a didactic thing like right like um, and, but then when you start to like understand what the Dutch people were doing and you contextualize it in the history, like, then you're like, Oh shit. Like yeah. these guys were like really lonely people. Like some of the best painting comes from like places that are rainy and awful, like Florence.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I even like the Dutch still life now, like still life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that used to be like very uninspiring, but now when I, when I look at those, it's like, dang, like i don't know it seems so counterintuitive the way like they painted those like the way you think you would render like a like a lemon peeling or something like they're able to do it with like this like a that's like i don't know I, I i don't know i don't know how they did it but
0: well, well so you are a painter at least because i mean it, not, I'm i'm not saying that you're going to be painting for the rest of your career but there's definitely a painter streak there. Like I, I, I've talked to enough painters to know that like you're excited about the right things
1: to be called a painter. <laughs> no, it's pretty, uh, yeah. It's really weird. Um, I've always it was more of a thing that I related to like through books, you know, history books, seeing reproductions of the paintings, like um, reading that oh, oil on canvas or oil on panel, whatever, and it just became like this. Kind of like a mystery in my mind like what the heck is oil paint it didn't make sense to me so i eventually tried it out and um you know like one of those intro painting classes you do everything you know watercolor gouache acrylic and then oil it was like that and like um oil was like the most um challenging out of all of them to me like where i wanted to come back and like try again try again where a lot of people are kind of like, oh, I don't like you know, oil's finicky. I don't like the smell or it takes too long to dry, stuff like that. Things that kind of like make people not want to paint were kind of like what brought me back to it. Yeah. Um, It just had a unique feel of its own um, and very like, um, very sympathetic to being more expressionistic from even using that right people are gonna think of literal expressionistic paintings but but I mean just like expressing yourself as an artist I feel like I have more freedom with oils than a lot of other stuff
0: Mm -hmm. have you have you ever worked with other media
1: yeah well like paint or just entirely different like entirely different
0: like other other mediums
1: yeah I was um trying everything I could possibly try before I transferred to art center, even in art center, I still kind of experimented a bit, but um, I did some sculpture. I did like wire sculptures. I used to like to stitch things by hand. i would do like really kind of, um, if you see like my ink drawings, they're kind of, there's a lot of- I like your ink drawings by the way. Thank Th- you. Those I have yeah. seen. Thank you.
0: I'm, I'm a huge fan of ink drawing in general.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I like to keep drawings more like ink and then like for color stuff i prefer painting for that um we both learned the same ways <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i uh
0: sorry go ahead i didn't want to cut you off
1: oh i was just gonna say that um other media the same like repetitive kind of like that intense kind of focused kind of like stitching process i've done that like with sculptures Like stitching things together, like needle and thread, or using wire. But um, I was doing ceramics for a while. Um, So it's one definitely
0: thing, definite thing that. So I actually know I am not a painter because I really like painting and appreciate it. I did get into oils, but I just don't have the attention span for like that kind of uh, practice, right? I respect it a lot. I felt I feel like if that had been a thing that I was into... I, like, I saw the depths of it, right? Like, I saw the potential of spending years... Like, my painting teacher <laughs> was this dude... Okay. <laughs> I was taught... I went to art school in Florence, and I was taught by this guy whose fascination was with painting at this depth, right? So he would paint floors in Sienna and stuff like that and put croissants and, like, a cigarette butt, something like that. Like, this was the the, the span of depth. That's and how th- like, the pink was? Huh? That's no, the no, pink no, 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 uh, no. Perspective-wise. Okay. Right? Like, nothing was in the plane beyond, like, let's say, that thick. Right. Uh-huh. Like if you were looking down on the uh, uh, or like it's a painting of the floor. Right. And it has a croissant on it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that's uh, breaking third dimension the most. And then you have the relief of the floor and all of these little details. So that was my fucking painting teacher. And For I was sure. into it. And I was like, God damn, plein air painting. oof. It is so amazing. I have a painting here that I still have, that that I made that I did out of my window. I, I at some point I will invite you over so you can see it. Uh, but like and we can talk more about painting because <laughs> I'm into this. Like I was really into it. Drawing I think is the thing that I like more mm-hmm. because it's fast and the way that I learned to draw was very quick and and so. But when I'm talk when I'm looking at painting like. For me, there were so many things. Like, I love value and I love all of that. But for me, photography, figuring out how to print something perfect and getting that yellow out of the whites and getting that cyan, uh, cyan out of the whites, you know, like all of those little details. Like, I, I, well, it just made me like really excited. The process was really cool. You would go you would throw something in, it would come out and then you put it on the wall and you'd be like, no, it's not right. I got to do it again. Right. Whereas like with painting, it's like, fuck dude, it's a whole different process. So there's something to process. So I definitely like, if you get anything out of this conversation, I want you to know that you are a painter (laughs) (laughs) because, because, and, and, and I'll say this, I studied painting with a fucking psychopath master that knew his shit in Florence, and I decided I wasn't a painter. Okay. <laughs> you learned it in Monterey Park. <laughs> <What's wrong? laughs> and you love that shit? Like, holy shit, you're a painter, bro. <laughs>
1: okay, I see what you mean. Because from my perspective, it looks like you had the real like
0: Yes, you would be fucking envious of my shit. Yeah. And, like, and I was like, I'm taking pictures. You know, um... like <laughs> and I don't take pictures anymore. But it was like, it was just like what. For me, I guess pictures at that, you know, looking back, I I had limited time there and I wanted to like capture it more immediately than like sitting down, you know, like I could walk around, uh, get drunk and hang out with everybody when I was in my twenties and like take pictures. And that's like a old, that's another romantic thing. That's like an old lost art, right? Like just walking around with a camera on your, around your neck. Yeah. So And understanding light from that. Like I, it's all about light. I, I was just interested in, like, all of the different, like, ways that light showed up on um, film, which, boo to me, because that shit is archaic, and, like, <laughs> no <Nolan> one cares.
1: <laughs> Did you ever do, like, a, like, a pinhole camera? Yeah, I've done all that yeah, shit. Yeah, no. yeah. I mean, I've done that. That's about as yeah. close as I've gotten to,
0: but, to um, photography.
1: You you yeah, have an yeah. iPhone.
0: Your, yeah. you, you've made people. Your iPhone makes people like uh, that. Makes what I studied un, uh, obsolete entirely.
1: <laughs> well, that's why I use a Samsung. I'm just kidding. <laughs> do you, do
0: you have a Samsung? I don't even know. Yeah, don't answer that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all, all right, we got a debate going on. <laughs> iPhone versus Samsung. Well, no,
1: I no, hate no, I'm Samsung kidding. because. Okay, I won't even go into why. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
0: so what do you think, man? Like, um, what 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 are you what do you like? Do, are you excited about painting? Are you excited? What like? It, is there anything else that you're interested in trying out?
1: Yeah, um, a lot of it. I mean, it all feels connected in some way or another. But um, like I briefly mentioned, designing T-shirts and stuff like that, I've kind of always. Mm um wanted to delve into that or more of like graphic kind of stuff uh you know, like I was mentioning the the artist musician kind of idea mm-hmm. and a lot of my favorite um groups were like had a hand in or were really good at designing their own album covers or merchandise stuff like that that went along with it. I think that's also like a big um part of like punk rock or whatever it was kind of like how uh, you know, the visual element that tied in along with the the sound and a lot of that was, you know, through fashion or, um. yeah, you know, it's funny though, because like everything's digital now, like Mm -hmm. not people, not many people are buying like records or CDs, but That's not necessarily true. Well, collectors, I guess.
0: I think, I mean, there's definitely like a subculture for it. There's a market for it, let's say. But I think like, I think more so than like, now that it's either MP3, I don't think people give a shit about CDs, right? So I think that like, now that that's gone and people don't like, you know, like when I was younger, it was like having the uh, album art, like having the sleeve, you didn't give a fuck about the case. You wanted to have the sleeve and if you want to get rid of the case you took out the back part so you had the song listings yeah right but like that's garbage like it's much nicer to have a fucking lp <laughs> yeah. right so so i think i think it's valid like and, and now the the fact that music is so separated from that like i think it's valid to have like this objectness to music right yeah so so yeah, go ahead. I, I'm I'm just encouraging your excitement for this. I'm not I'm, I, you just
1: missed what you were saying and I was like, no, I think that's fucking legit. Go ahead. Well, I don't know if I was necessarily saying it was like a totally negative thing, but it is uh, a little bit of a challenge to try to think think about it a little differently. I don't know how to how to bring it forward. I mean, I kind of am intrigued by things like that. You know, cause I, I mean, I grew up, I, I guess, like, I feel like I'm the last of that generation that like, you know, before the internet really took over and like everybody was listening, everybody was downloading stuff. I was like, I had like the first phase of my musical discovery was like through buying like the physical, uh, you know, like CDs or whatever. And then it went into the, like the downloading era where like, you know, MP3 blogs and stuff. No, that's yeah, it had no value. <laughs> it,
0: it didn't, but well It had experiential value, but like to the artists, like it was like it was like where art musical artists were treated like visual artists. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just I don't know where everything's headed, but I mean no, you don't. I'm not, You're not expected to. I, I. I'm just
0: like sort of enjoying the brainstorm. But I yeah, do but, like, and I. I didn't mean to say like that. You were entirely negative. But I, I. I. do feel like there is like I think that people still want to connect with physical objects. Like if you really fucking like if I obviously like,
1: people care about visuals a lot. Still, I mean, fucking Instagram or whatever.
0: No, so, but I'm just saying, like, I, in terms of like making. Because It's interesting because you're kind of talking about and, and this is a fair thing. You've talked about a lot of things that I relate to um, after having gone through art school where it's like there's like a, a sense of how can I be pragmatic about art and I don't think that's necessarily I don't think you're starting a t-shirt company or you're starting a uh, you know a label right like but I think there's also like knowing you I think that there's an an interesting like. There's an interesting thing where it's like you're making art, but it's also a product, and I think that that's valid. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, is that an it, that's not offensive to you?
1: No, no, okay. I don't. Okay, care. no, 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 because people. No, I mean my. I know. Gener- I know people can find that offensive. I I've been in art school. <laughs> Yeah. But I think, but I think that's interesting,
0: and I think that that's cool because it's like you're not saying you want to be a graphic designer; you're saying you want to work in these mediums. And I think that that's interesting because, I, as a photographer, or as someone that started in photography, like this is kind of where I I'm like this is these are the things that I want to know, right? Like because you're in this place, you're sort of not sure where you're going. You started in in painting. I started in photography. I went uh, in my direction based on on. The things that the discipline taught me. And for you, it sounds like the objectness of things is interesting, right? Because And as a painter, that is funny because you guys are considered 2D, but you deal with big-ass canvases <laughs> or yeah. pieces of
1: wood, right? There's a whole, like, tactile kind of component to it. Yeah. Very physical.
0: Yeah. And then the music ties it all in for you. So it's something that you're like, and, and there's a historical bent on, on, it. Like, I think that like, you're in a good place, man. Like, I mean, and not as somebody that who's like practice is like taking off or anything like that, but like, in terms of like, if this was a studio visit and we're talking about like what matters to us, you know, I think that that's, that that's really cool. I think that like, um, I think that that's a space that exists, that, that, uh, this, what year were you born in? 84. 84? Oh, good
1: year. Yeah, yeah interesting year. It was a leap year, you know? I don't know if anybody knows that, but it was.
0: <laughs> I was born on May 4th, and every year people are like, may the 4th be with you. And now, like, I can't imagine what Orwell, <laughs> Yeah. what your relationship to Orwell is, being born in 1984, and just being like, that's like a commonplace reference of how, like, dystopia and we may not be like in the happiest place in the world right now
1: <laughs> no no i hope people realize that <laughs> yeah, yeah no i hope when i say yes i was born in 1984 like they get the sense of like, no wait it what registers those, i'm, I'm those, 80 oh 80 that was a good year too i, think. I mean that? it's easy for math of- purposes
0: <laughs> i always know how old i am yeah I, I my dad doesn't know how old he is because it's like he has to do math every year and he doesn't do it every year because it's depressing.
1: <laughs> Wait, let's do some math right now. You said you're born May fourth, nineteen eighty. Yeah, I'm forty one. Okay, so You're
0: you're thirty-six, right? Uh thirty seven. Thirty seven. I was
1: just trying to calculate um how long John Lennon had to live after you were born
0: well that says a lot about that that says a lot about why we're friends <laughs>
1: <laughs> That sounds like i was making a joke and maybe i kind of was on one level but it wasn't really funny but... no
0: I, I i thought that was amazing <laughs> it was a great thought like because You know, someone who likes cults (laughs) and true crime. You know, all I, so, okay, so here's a funny thing that happens at work. And I guess we can start wrapping up and we can promote everything that, like, you and me. But, um, so, I listen to a true crime podcast that's pretty intense, right? Like, they talk about the goriest stuff. But it's a comedy podcast. It's called Last Podcast on the Left they're super huge, like, they don't need my promotion, but um, I'm doing this gesture because I put it in my shirt pocket of my uh, employee shirt, right, and I listen to it, and then sometimes, like, so at one point, I connected to the Bluetooth, one of the Bluetooth uh, speakers up in the front, where everybody, you know how, like, people play music at work, so, like, that's not, like, so that we don't go insane. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> so you have to hear that country song again. Yeah. <laughs>
0: the only song I like is, we're always making plans for Nigel. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. XTC. Yeah. So, uh, so sometimes that something happens where they're, where they're like, stop playing music. And then there's like, it starts searching for other uh, Bluetooth things and my horrible crime podcast (laughs) gets blasted at full volume at the front of the store and i have to like be like oh shit i gotta stop this (laughs) but it'll be like and then she was like
1: dead <laughs> you know, uh, dude, I, I, I can't believe I, I was never there when that happened
0: <laughs> no it's just it's random it's it's mostly in the morning uh but yeah it's like it's one of those things where i'm like let the let the space get a little bit of my stink well i don't know if
1: that's as disturbing as when um i played captain beefheart like while we were closing ian was like show me the weirdest thing you got and i'm thinking like okay well like I'll show you educational weird. Like, so I played a chop mask replica. And I, I haven't, you,
0: you're saying that, like, I know what any of this is. So you're going to have to explain
1: why yeah, it's yeah. If you know, you know, but you should listen to it just to, <laughs> you know, you'll, you, know,
0: you hear it. <laughs> I know I, I, with... I can't wait to listen to your curation of music now.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Once a month, the Athenian marketplace, NTS radio. Um, and two of the other guys that were closing with us—I don't know if I should name them—were yeah, flipping out, like they were. It was like they were being tortured, like they were literally <laughs> up to a chair and like tortured. And it's just like, man, this is like one of the best albums ever made. <laughs> but uh, that's how you know. When... What kind of music is it? Is it like punk or? No, this is like from 1969, and it's like.
0: 69 bro no sorry
1: it's completely (laughs) its own thing it's uh people say like avant-garde blues but that's just one little thing
0: (laughs) element of it
1: yeah it's it's its own thing it's what but is
0: it it's it, the way that you describe their reaction to it is that it was, uh, nailed they on think a it's noise,
1: total garbage noise. Like everybody playing separate things at the same time. Well,
0: you time. went to art school, so you should understand where they're coming from.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's going to be All the right, initial man. thing, but, uh, the initial impression, but yeah, anyways, I'll let you wrap up.
0: Yeah. So, uh, do you, wait, so you are, uh, what's your Instagram at
1: hoodpass? pass? Dot Wick, what is Wick? Well, Wick is like if you were poor, your mom had to go on it. <laughs> okay. You know, like a welfare. <laughs> so that's, like, that's like my head pass, right? <laughs> No, the part of Monterey Park that I'm from was technically East LA, so.
0: Okay. <laughs> East LA. I remember the, my first experience of knowing what East LA was it, uh, born in East LA with uh, Cheech Marin. Yeah. And he did not make it sound like it was great, but he said it, it's, it definitely seemed like it was fun in that seventies way. That's kind of weird. And it's like, Oh, this is, this is like, you guys are being traumatized.
1: <laughs> yeah. Probably romanticized now.
0: Yeah, He didn't really romanticize it. I, I, it was actually one of the more boring ones. So,
1: cause As when I was a kid, and huh? Up in smoke is probably all you need, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. When I was a kid and I was like, Hey, I wanna see seventies sc- movies, like it wasn't really like uh hitting that spot, right? Like it wasn't dazed and confused or any like it wasn't accessible, it was like kind of serious. <laughs>
1: well wasn't that like his breakthrough like sellout movie or whatever?
0: Oh, uh, was it? I don't know. I just remember it being kind of a bummer. Oh. <laughs> but maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe it was like
1: total like a uh, corporate sellout thing i guess maybe because like he wasn't doing i don't know was he doing drugs in that movie i don't even remember oh is that why
0: you're a sellout because you're not doing drugs because he's you're no longer with chong i think that's what it was that was weird about it because no like, you're yeah he's usually riffing with him i um, have no idea what the fuck i'm talking about i'm talking about a memory that i did that i have from when i was like Fifteen years old, smoking pot and trying to understand pot culture before, like pot was culture was a wasn't pot culture. <laughs> like while well, people were still getting arrested for it, right?
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, I guess they still are. My apologies, but that's even worse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> get arrested for it? Well, you know, now, you now smoking, when it's like legal is like smart.
0: the most fucking hypocritical thing. Or getting kicked out of the Olympics. Not to like. um, timestamp this episode because it's not going to be released anywhere anywhere soon,
1: in this era decade
0: <laughs> alright man we're just talking shit we can do this after I wrap up the episode okay. uh, so don't go anywhere let me just stop recording thank you guys for joining the show I am at what's my thesis uh, you are at uh, hoodpass dot WIC and you are or you uh, Robert is at, and then do you have a website for the Athenian Marketplace?
1: All of that is through the link in the bio on Instagram. So it'll take you to the NTS website. It'll take you, you are so synergized, places. man. Like. <laughs> well, it took me long enough <laughs> to finally get it all together.
0: And then I am at what's my thesis. If you guys have anything that you want to comment on, you can always do that on YouTube Uh, And I will definitely try to respond As long as it's not mean To me or my guest And uh, if you like the show You can like us on Everywhere that you listen to podcasts And uh, We have a Patreon And hopefully the economy is doing well enough That it's not shady for me to promote it But we're at What'smythesis.patreon.com If you guys want to help us Move shit along Thank you so much for being on the show, and thank you guys so much for listening. See you guys next week. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to rate us five stars, shop at our merch store, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Special thanks to our patrons, M. Trichkovsky and Tony Irons. To become a patron, go to patreon.com slash what's my thesis.